1: Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156.
2: This is Denise Salcedo with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, and this is the weekend edition of the Busted Open Podcast. We'll be discussing the return of AJ Styles. Who does he have his eyes set on next? plus we talk about the confrontation between Roman Reigns and Randy Orton and we get into the star power of Carmelo Hayes who has now advanced in the US Title Contenders Tournament you won't want to miss it let's get into a massive return that we had last night on oh. Friday night smackdown wow mark The return of AJ Styles and dude was freaking jacked, man. Uh, What did you think? Uh, I know we only got to see like a little bit of AJ, but he came back. He helps out. He helps out Randy Orton and LA Knight against the bloodline. And then out of nowhere, he just takes out LA Knights. And you're just there like, okay, here we go. I guess that's the way to get things going.
1: Well, you gotta understand that uh, AJ and, and before AJ got put out by the Bloodline, uh, him and, him and LA Knight were not getting along. Like it, it wasn't like that they were buddies or nothing. He he was just reminding him, like, yeah, I, I'm still I'm still AJ Styles. I remember what happened. You know, you can you can you don't have to forgive. You know, but you know you. I definitely don't believe that you should forget whatever issues you have until they get resolved. And um, it looks like we're going to have that when uh, next week, when, when the shows start back.
2: Yeah. Is that a feud that you're interested in continuing to see, or rather to restart seeing this feud between AJ Styles and LA Knight? Because somebody comes at you and takes you out uh, out of nowhere. When you least expect it, you're definitely going to have to circle back to that.
1: Yeah, it left it left the bloodline kind of sh- in shock too. The bloodline just they just looked at him like, "What? Wait a minute, are you on our side or they what was Like it it was hilarious. The the look on Roman's face when AJ Styles meme mugged him and walked by him. I, I just like I want to be the wild card, and and give you a little confusion. Uh, AJ Styles did exactly that. He made his presence known.
2: He definitely did, and that's the thing that I kind of feel very excited about right now on the Smackdown side of things because I was all really digging getting to see this feud between Randy Orton and Roman reigns like to me that already added so much to the show. but now when you've got a j Styles also coming after roman reigns but then also taking out l.a knight and then you also have the whole little beef between l.a knight and randy orton like that's on the precipice of becoming something of its own too we got all of these little stories uh sort of intertwined like for you like how does that where do you want to see this end up like what do you think we're going to be and seen at the royal rumble Because Either way, like we already had Randy Orton challenge Roman Reigns. He didn't accept that yet. So do you think we're actually going to see this one-on-one match? Do you think we're going to go a different direction? What are you expecting here?
1: Well, what what happened last night is called checking the temperature. You know, you bring somebody back and multiple things happen. Um, is AJ Styles going to have an issue uh, with Randy Orton? because obviously he does not forget the way that he attacked LA Knight um but he did have it in his heart to come out and help Randy but we all know that sometimes you making you make your um, return based on the fact that you know there's a big moment happening and you want to put your name in the, in the in the hat too and I feel like that's where LA Knight is he came out there to to make the announcement. I'm back. And I want all y'all to know I'm back. Uh, I, I don't see him just going out there and, uh, hey, man, I'm going to be buddies with Randy Orton. Like, he's not Matt Riddle. And there, there won't be, I don't think there'll be any, uh, you know, kumbaya parties and high fives <laughs> and handshakes. Like, AJ is a serious talent and can stand on his own. And like you said, he looked like a million bucks. Like if if he is indeed 100% healthy with this, you know, the the weight that he gained and him looking stronger, man, the world better watch out.
2: I feel like there's still so many different matchups that I want to see AJ Styles in. So like even just seeing him come out and looking the way that he did and obviously we're getting a heel version of AJ Styles right now. So I feel like that within itself kind of sets you up for a lot of different possibilities. And even with all of these guys right now, we have so many different stories. I kind of mentioned what they're all doing right now, but it feels like they have so many months of programming just with these guys right now on Smackdown and I'm hoping that like I I'm I'm hoping we do get that one-on-one match with uh Randy Orton and Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble and I'm curious to see if we're gonna get LA Knight AJ Styles at the Rumble I think that would be pretty cool and then I don't know what it's gonna look like by the time we get to Wrestlemania with uh I don't know who LA Knight's WrestleMania match is going to be or AJ's or Randy's like I still don't know what that's going to look like
1: why? Why would you say that uh, that that AJ Styles was a heel? That 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 was a heel, at AJ.
2: I feel because he came out and he took out LA Night. LA Night is your. I feel like that was a heel move.
1: Well, don't I mean, you think it, Ooh, it, it was? Agreed. It was. It was awfully aggressive. But Denise, if somebody pees in your cornflakes, you're gonna throw <laughs> the bowl over.
2: That's like, probably true.
1: You're not going to let nobody, like, he don't. He remembers what was. Like, what was hasn't gone away. That don't make you a heel. That just makes you pissed off at somebody for doing you wrong. L.A. Knight is not without fault. It ain't like L.A. Knight being an angel the whole time that he was with WWE.
2: Okay, well, I'm still kind of feeling that's the direction we're probably going to go in, and this was just step one. We'll see okay. step two. We'll
1: see step two, step three next week. Well, we'll get step two and step three next week. But I, I just, I just look at it like, you know, there was a time when LA Knight was not looked at as a babyface, and uh, AJ Styles was was gone this whole babyface time. So, like, you know, maybe he's a a, a babyface that you know went and reminded him that, hey, I ain't done with you yet. That's
2: true. All right, you're on to something. Yeah, you're definitely on to something there. Now it's just a matter of seeing how they follow up. But I just don't think that, like, if we do get into this program with AJ and LA Knights, I don't think that, I think that AJ Styles is going to fall into that natural heel role in this story.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I would have to agree with that.
2: So we'll see. We'll see what they do the following weeks, but I'm excited, man. I really feel like they've sort of turned this corner on SmackDown right now. Like ever since we got the signing of Randy Orton to the blue brands, I really feel like things are starting to get like sizzling up on Friday night SmackDown
1: and, and, and SmackDown has been really good. Like when we start talking about our weekly winners, which we'll have in hour three, um, We've been we've been given rampage and or we've been given dynamite and and uh, smackdown a lot of the the awards for a weekly winner. So like now I expect even more on SmackDown because like AJ is on SmackDown, I'm correct. Correct. So that's just a man, that's just another dominant wheel. Um, you know, big time wrestler coming back um, that that we're going to get to see. I mean, like, how can the show get worse because you just got AJ Styles back?
2: exactly that's why i'm looking at this and i'm going damn smackdown is starting to cook where remember when you and i mark we would kind of talk about the days where like the shows where we didn't have roman reigns on and we kind of felt like yeah the show is good right like they never never they were never terrible without roman reigns but roman reigns was was the meat? He was the steak in the show, man. And without him, there was a big piece that was missing. And right now, like if you don't have Roman Reigns on next week, I don't feel like the show is going to feel any less interesting. With like without Roman Reigns, obviously.
1: No, not at all. The I mean, they are like you said, they cooking, and they just got a ton of incredible incredible groceries having AJ Styles come back I mean he he's the sizzle he he I mean you can you can use him as the primary reason for the show that's how how dominant AJ Styles get is
2: yeah and the other thing for, I want to mention one more thing is that when we do get AJ Styles, Alley Knight, I'm expecting the body of the match to probably be one of Ali Knight's best because AJ Styles is known for kind of taking guys to like a different level. Yes, so ma'am. I am expecting the in-ring action to be very superb in that.
1: Yeah, uh, there are guys that are that bring the best out of you. And uh, one of them was in the ring, Randy Orton. But now you add AJ Styles to that equation and you got two guys that are people that, man, they can work with a broomstick. So if you get somebody that's that's really fires you up like a L.A. Knight, like, man, the, the bounds are limitless.
3: Hey everyone, Lindsey Rhodes here, and with the NFL season underway, I am thrilled to announce that my podcast, the NFL Roadshow, will be dropping three times a week. On Mondays, we're going to recap the most interesting stories to come out of the NFL weekend. Wednesdays are going to be for a bit of a deeper discussion, and on Fridays, we're going to bring you the best of my SiriusXM fantasy show with the great Michael Fabiano fantasy dirt. So please subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included with most subscriptions.
2: Mark, my absolute favorite part of this was when Roman Reigns started mocking Randy Orton about the voices that he hears in his head. And Randy Orton turned it around to be like, after he uh, tried to RKO, Roman Reigns. He then pretends that he's hearing the voices in his head, but like on a telephone, and he's like mimicking it. And then he says, "Well, the voices in my head just told me that you crap your pants." I'm sorry, I thought that was hilarious—not the crap your pants part, but just the fact that he was he pretending to hear the voices. Yes, exactly.
1: He used it, and, and you know, even the, the fact that he said that you crap your pants, I, I thought that uh, uh, it was typical Randy. Like you know, Randy is. Randy wouldn't consider himself to be a promo savant he's he he i mean i have heard him say that I would rather just get in the ring and wrestle and not have to say anything, but he's good at it he you know it's just like it comes across as kind of fun loving because you can tell that he's not being violent or malicious in it, and um I enjoyed every minute of it, and and, and he, even though you know he he Randy tried to sneak with RKO in there, and he's like, "Oh yeah, 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 you you're scared, you you almost crap your pants." Like it, <laughs> it, it was it was pretty damn cool.
2: I think the thing about Randy, as you were talking about with with his promos, especially with his baby face promos, he comes across. I feel as just like a regular guy when he's on the mic but like in a good way though where like you relate to him where you're thinking like yeah I would probably say and do the same thing if I was in a promo against Roman Reigns right it just comes off as a little bit more natural the way that somebody would argue on a microphone with somebody else
1: yeah I mean it is Denise I don't even know if like with me it would be different because I, I'm very a matter of factly, Randy is not very matter of factly. He, he's around the mulberry bush, like he, he just like skates around and 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 is real fun loving and joking, and people love that about him. But like Roman Reigns, you can tell Roman is enjoying the fact that when he's talking, you're listening and he, and he, he it was it was very visible that when Roman was out there and he said Green Bay acknowledge me it felt good to him to be back you could see it in his face even on the on the on the entrance the the reaction from the crowd made him smile a couple of times and he I mean he just really broke and when you love it and you, you, you get off on that feeling of, you know, I'm controlling this. Like Randy don't do that. Randy don't relish in the fact that he's, he's got the microphone and all the eyes are on him. I think that Randy realizes that when he's out there, all eyes are on him anyway, you know, for multiple reasons. So yeah, <laughs> er, er, everybody's, Everybody's different. And I I found Randy to be very entertaining in in the way that he delivered.
2: I think for me, it was more so like just uh, Roman Reigns' face. Like, that's the thing I most look forward to every time Roman Reigns comes back and I know that he's going to cut a promo. It's the facial expressions for me because he has this, like, that's the thing. The thing that makes the Roman Reigns character so good is obviously he feels that he's mightier and above everybody, right? Like, that's who he is. And in doing so, he like belittles people and mocks them and makes fun of them and makes them feel so tiny. And he does it without even saying And he does it with his face, man. Like, he'll look at people like, you know, like, you're really wasting my time. And he's got this really cocky smile. It's the funniest thing. Yes, pompous. Exactly. It is the best thing ever for me. And even when Randy, Randy had mentioned, because keep in mind, like, this is what kind of like, this is what I love. So Randy Orton was taken out by the bloodline. Okay, he loses 18 months. He's gone. He comes back and he says. For 18 months, I've been thinking about what I'm going to say to you, right? And so when you think about that and you think about like, oh, 18 months, he was thinking about it, really waiting for this moment. The moment has finally come. And then Roman Reigns has the audacity just to be like, bro, I didn't even think about you in those 18 months. Right. <laughs> that just, was amazing. What was a pompous
1: smart ass. Yes. Like, and, and, and uh, Roman, Roman is funny to me in the sense that, you know, like he, he shares that with, with the other bloodline, you know, and him hugging solo and him hugging Jimmy and, and, and basically saying, you know, like if anything happens to me, these are the guys that's going to take my place. He dangles the carrot as a weapon and I, I just, man, I just find that it's like uh uh people that play their kids against each other. You know, my son was at a school where they um they played the kids against each other to for disciplinary. And I just thought that was very low class. Very low class. And uh Roman does that in a controlling manner to keep the bloodline at, you know, not appease, but he, he, he tries to keep them.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well.
1: Oh, I guess the dangling the carrot is the biggest. He
2: keeps them in line. That's what he do.
3: Yeah, he keeps just to them keep them in, in
1: line is 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 that's that's what he does to keep them in line.
3: Hey everyone, Lindsey Rhodes here, and with the NFL season underway, I am thrilled to announce that my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, will be dropping three times a week. On Mondays, we're going to recap the most interesting stories to come out of the NFL weekend. Wednesdays are going to be for a bit of a deeper discussion. And on Fridays, we're going to bring you the best of my XM fantasy show with the great Michael Fabiano, Fantasy Dirt. So please, subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcasts, or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions.
2: I'll be real with you. I was not expecting to see whoever was given the spot Uh, from NXT I was not expecting this individual to win and when it was Carmelo Hayes I still wasn't expecting it even though I love Carmelo right but I still was not expecting to actually see him win so I'll be I'll be honest this was a very very pleasing surprise to see Carmelo Hayes get a victory over Grayson Waller he's going to move on in this tournament and he's gonna have a match against none other than Kevin Owens uh before we get to that I want to get your thoughts on how you felt about Carmelo Hayes being the guy that was chosen and what you thought about this match with Grayson Waller
1: I-, I thought that it was awesome and Grayson Waller uh shout out to him for like putting on a hell of a show and being as tough as he was because what he did in the ring uh even being the butthole that he is like that dude is becoming a really, really good wrestler. He's becoming a really good worker. And I I don't like giving that term to people loose. I don't give it loosely like the, that fucking dude can work. And he's developing into one of the best heels in pro wrestling. Now, Carmelo Hayes, he is indeed, as they say, for the culture, him. I don't have a problem with Shawn Michaels picking him because I know why Shawn Michaels picked him. Look at his resume. You stack him up, he knock him down. Baron Corbin, down. Down. Grayson Waller, down. You put him in there against uh, Brian Breaker, down. And he just tricked Williams. Everybody that he touched the ring with, he he dragging off, down. Like, he's knocking them down. He keeps on, on, the cream rides to the top. And you know what you're going to get out of him. And I feel like he is one of those guys that we said should have came up. I don't know if you remember when we went through the guys that we thought should go up to – well, I, that was – sorry, that was me and Dave and Bully. Guys that we thought should go up to Raw or SmackDown. Carmelo Hayes was at the top of our list. So, yes, he's him. And he's definitely deserving of every opportunity that he gets because he just keeps on putting on good matches. And, you know, the only reason that I feel like he's not gotten more accolades is because of his size. That's the only reason. His work is incredible. He looks like a million bucks. He started at the bottom, now he's here. Like, what? where is his weakness?
2: Nowhere. He doesn't have other... He don't sides. have one. The size is the only thing going up against him. And that, that's the unfortunate part, right? Because we've seen this happen to quite a few, uh, you know, great wrestlers that that's just the one thing that... It's kind of going up against them, and especially when you're going in there with guys who are just freaking massive.
1: Right, so he cut the promo. Like, there's no difference between me and Roman Reigns. There's no difference between me and AJ Styles except my genetics. Because I'm not 6'2". Because I'm not 230 pounds. Dynamite comes in a small, small piece, but it will still blow your face off. <laughs> and that's that's who he needs to become because if he does not, people are always going to be like the caller that we had in that said mid-card. You cannot allow people to control the narrative of how you're viewed. I tell you how I'm viewed. By my work, by my actions, by my work ethic, by the way that I say the things that I say. And if Carmelo Hayes don't take ownership of that and he tries to not sell it or don't play into it, then he's gonna just be Carmelo Hayes. But if he does own it, they're going to put a label on him. He's going to be the icon, Carmelo Hayes. He's going to be the phenom, Carmelo Hayes. The God, Carmelo Hayes. Like, But you have to give that to yourself and own it and live up to it. I think he can do it. I really, hell, I told him when I saw him, hey man, I see you. I see exactly who you are. But do you? I don't think he does. It's going to be up to him. If he, if I'm telling you, like he, he's Neo, he's the one. But I just don't think he believes.
2: Why do you think he doesn't believe it yet?
1: Because the world tells him he's not good enough. You're too small. They 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 create the narratives. They push him. Oh, it's because you're black. It's because you you don't you haven't wrestled that long. Everybody gonna give you a reason. There ain't no reason that somebody else can say that's gonna make me think less of myself. I love me some me. I never lack confidence. And until you embrace it, you're just going to be another dude. He just got to grow up.
2: It's like, you got to be larger than life to make up for you know that one thing that you can't control right because he can control what kind of a wrestler he is he can control what he does in the ring he can control the physique that he has right now he can control the Mm -hmm. promo words i mean sorry the promo words he can control his promo work but he cannot control like his size i mean he's gotta say it
1: he's gotta say it i can't control the fact that i'm under six feet tall that I'm under 230 pounds, but it does not define me. Floyd Mayweather is a 138 pounds. He's an icon. He's a guy that, that nobody, nobody doubts. That's me. You can't doubt me.
2: Well, and here's the thing, like, also, when it comes to, like, pro wrestling fans, too, is that you have to convince us, right? Because we're so used to seeing these big, giant dudes in the ring, right? Like, that's what that's what part of the appeal, right? You're seeing these big dudes go out there. And so if you get somebody that is not, you know, Roman Reigns' size, it's not a Drew McIntyre size or a Brock Lesnar size – you almost you're going to have people that are not going to buy that person as a main eventer even though we know that some of the world's killers are literally smaller guys and we've seen it especially in MMA and mixed martial arts like that's where you've seen a whole lot of that and but still there's going to be people that are not going to buy him because of his size so you have to like I don't even know how you do it. I'm glad that I'm not trying to, how do you do it?
1: I know how you do it. You go to Home Depot (laughs) what? or you go to Lowe's (laughs) or you go to one of these shops that sells all of the uh, home supplies and you buy a tape measure. Buy a tape measure. And every time you knock one of their ass down and you get that one, two, three, and they get the three second tan, you take out your tape measure and you measure how tall their ass is from the floor to the top of them. (laughs) And you you show them. I'm I'm taller than him. I'm standing. And man, like you got to give people a reason to look at you and go, He he said that. He did it, too. The height don't matter. The height matter when you're raising that title. From the the top of your hand to where the title is, that's That's the most important thing. But he's the one who's got to say it. I can't say it. It doesn't matter what I say. I'm not doing the fighting. He got to believe it.
2: Right. Like, and that's put, probably going to some time, Mark. Put me
1: with him five minutes. Put me with him five minutes. I'll, I'll give him a verbal lobotomy.
2: <laughs> You're like, I'm going to whip you into shape with some confidence. You
1: Ask Hobbs.
2: Yep. I mean, dude, freaking Hobbs had like a whole, he had a glow up, man. The way that his physique changed, it was phenomenal. And I feel like Hobbs, when we see him like have matches or or anything, whenever he does anything on TV, you can see this newfound confidence in him. And I buy that shit. You know, I buy it. Like when he said, uh, you know, big black and jacked, I was like, damn, he sold that to the T, man. He sold it.
1: I love the fact that the next day, The shirts came out, Big Black and Jack, and it was these two white dudes that had the Big Black and Jack shirts on. That shit made my heart warm.
2: (laughs) I saw that, too.
1: Because you know what it is? It's a we. Pro wrestling (laughs) makes a we. It don't matter what fucking color you are. In pro wrestling, it makes a we. We love that. And we support each other. And the fans, they pick who they like. And if, even if the shirt says one thing, it's still a wee Hey, I saw Hobbs in that shirt when he put that shirt on. <laughs> like, it just made me feel good. So Carmelo can do the same damn thing. It's up to him.
2: You just need five minutes alone. Five minutes in a room, sit down, talk to him, and we're going to see a blow up, man. But he's Come doing on. great, man. He's doing great. And I think that match with Kevin Owens is going to really be something special. Wow. I'm really looking forward to that. Wow.
1: I can't wait. I'm I'm, I'm really going to get my popcorn ready for that one.
2: That one's going to be good. All right. We got a caller on the line here. Uh, let's go ahead and bring in Matt from Omaha. Matt, you're on the air. What's on your mind today?
5: Hey guys. Uh, love the show. Listen to it about six days a week, but, uh, Anyways, I was uh, listening to you guys talk about Carmelo Hayes and his size and everything like that. And as a wrestling fan, you know, I've been watching wrestling since I was like a little kid. I'm 40 years old, whatever. And, like, I think we're going to have to start as wrestling fans getting used to seeing guys that are smaller. Because if you look at the NXT roster, for example, right, a lot of those guys are smaller guys, you know, around six foot or a little under six foot. And really, honestly, wrestling has changed so much that I think – we have to get used to seeing these smaller guys coming in and a guy like Carmelo Hayes, like I had never watched a Carmelo Hayes match until this morning. I was late on SmackDown, but like the promo that they did ahead of time and then his in ring work last night. And it was just a small sampling, like I'm sold. So like, if you can give me that guy and give me his charisma and his story, like, there's nothing that's going to tell me this guy can't skyrocket to the moon because, I mean, he, he's he got everything. He's got looks. He's got charisma. Even the little looks that he gave in his entrance, like I think he should be a star, and obviously that's why they put him in that spotlight.
1: Yeah, Shawn Michaels knows what he's doing. If he, I mean, this is Shawn Michaels we're talking about. Like the dude is a master psychologist, a master teacher, a master producer. He was one of the greatest, top 10 greatest wrestlers of all time. I I just hope that Sean is reaching him. You just got to, like, I I just hope he's reaching him. He's got faith in him, obviously, because he chose him. But does he believe? That's that's up to him.
2: So here's the thing that Matt touched on that I wanted to circle back on is we sometimes you know because we watch everything right Mark like you know we're constantly watching NXT uh, but there are so many people that yesterday was their first introduction to Carmelo Hayes and personally I'm kind of excited hearing what Matt had to say because if he just got all that he got from that sample size of what we saw from Carmelo Hayes yesterday, like that to me wasn't even like top twenty in the matches that I've seen for Carmelo Hayes yeah. on like NXT. I mean, come on, like obviously his very best work that he's done are the matches with the Ilia Dragunov. Like nothing's really topped that yet. And those matches with and the dragonoff Dragunov, yeah, and the Baron Corbin one was good too. But uh, but the Ilya Dragunov matches to me were like. Next level of stuff, man. I'm th- I'm looking at this and I'm going, this happened, this is happening on NXT, this version of NXT. We're getting these matches. Holy cow. What? And so the fact that, you know, Matt got to see that from that sample size in this match makes me excited because people still haven't seen, uh, at least on the main roster side, they still haven't seen all of this other like potential, uh, that Carmelo Hayes does have.
1: Yeah. I- I'm, That's a small sample size. One match. Like, it was good. It was really good. But, bro, go back in at NXT and watch the go on YouTube and look up a collection of Carmelo Hayes matches. That dude has put together a resume that's, I mean, arguably at NXT. There there may be a, you know, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Swerve Strickland, there's just a few champions that have the resume that that Carmelo Hayes has.
2: Right, exactly, exactly. So, it's going to it's starting to look good. I'm excited to see when the official call-up does happen for Carmelo Hayes. Do you think he'll maybe be uh, either maybe like a Royal Rumble entrance, or do you think we'll maybe see him Raw after Mania? Uh, do you smell, the sense the call-up soon, or do you think he'll be in NXT still a little I, bit I,
1: I would I would hold off, because if you put him in there in the Rumble and he's not going to be in the top last five guys to be in the ring, then it's going to kind of just be a wash. I will wait until the Raw after WrestleMania. And I would give that son of a gun a platform to show who the hell he is against somebody.
2: Yeah, somebody good. That way they could really see his wrestling. Yes,
1: yes. And when that day happens, holy hell.
2: But do you, do you so, hold on. Like in a situation like this where Carmelo Hayes is coming in and having these two matches on the main roster, right? The one that he had with Grayson Waller and the one that he has with Kevin Owens. How important is this match for Carmelo Hayes for the eyes of the people that are the ones making the decisions, you know, Triple H making these decisions of who's going to get called up? How important is this match with Kevin Owens?
1: It's very important. This is the litmus test to the fan base. And Kevin Owens, it's, it's, it's about three people that I look at as being the real, like the test test. Kevin Owens is one of them. The other one is Shameless. So it's, t- it's, it's a difference, it's a toughness test. Can you take it? And when they give it to you, will you give it back? Or will you dummy your stuff down and look like a mid-card guy? Or they throw you in the woods, in the deep water. And they put you in there with somebody like a AJ Styles. They put you in there with a Randy Orton, a CM Punk, like a real top tier, top five guy in the company. And it goes the time limit it's a double dq it's something where you you look equal to one of those three options is going to happen and maybe all three hell i might i might book it three three day three shows in a row monday, wednesday and friday in a week Look at the week that Carmelo Hayes had. He goes, uh, he he goes, and he beats a Seamus. He beats a Kevin Owens, and then he goes the distance with CM Punk or Roman Reigns. <clears throat> a double disqualification on the like, whatever they got counted out fighting out in the street. They took a car swerving out of the way to keep from hitting them. Like, you can do anything. When you put, invest the amount of time and effort that it takes to do a major television program into a player, the crowd jumps in line. The fan base will jump in line. And... Who was the last one that 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 was done with? Go back in WWE history, and you look at. There's been guys since, but the guys I think they did it the best with. John Cena. You walk John Cena out there, and, um, you know, and he 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 starts with the ruthless aggression. And then you have, you know, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle had dark matches with the top guys in the company for a calendar year before y'all saw him on TV. There was no NXT. He had matches with Shawn Michaels. He had matches with Jericho. He had matches with everybody that was anybody for a year I'm talking about like 15-minute, 20-minute matches with the best guys. And it built up his fan base. People started to respect like, damn, when is he going to get a title shot? (laughs) Because that's how they viewed him. My experience tells me that Carmelo Hayes is going to be the next one. And it already started because what happened? Shawn Michaels chose him. It already started. It's just a matter of how you finish it. Busted open as part of the Sirius XM
4: sports podcast network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, Please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Phi Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open trial to start your free trial today.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up?